You're listening to Wheel Nerds with Chuck and Todd. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 171. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. And we're going to be talking about motorcycles. And tell me something, Sophie. Are you a little disappointed your dad didn't get to that Vulcan with the fancy sidecar in time to buy it? What? I didn't show it to her. Oh! Why are you bringing that up? Never mind. <laughs> There's nothing. What? No- nothing, Sophie. There wasn't no... Hi! <laughs> we have a very special guest tonight. Um, Hello. Yep, there we go. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. This is going to be the day after Thanksgiving, I or sometime after that when you get this. We hope you had a good Thanksgiving and that some of your family still likes you. <laughs> In defiance of tradition. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a weird one this year. This episode is brought to you by Helite, the makers of the air nest and turtle vests, as well as adventure jackets, vests, leather jackets, all kinds of cool stuff. If you're not already upgrading to airbag technology, get with the program. Super amazing. We both wear them. We love them. Ass simple operation. That's what you need for Christmas this year. And, you know, priced as reasonable is a really good helmet and will last longer. Mm-hmm. Check them out at helightmoto.com. Um, so at the top of the show, in the Thanksgiving spirit, we've got a, a, a new beer to try. Which we're going to get drunk and then fight with our relatives. Yes, this is a Walnut River Irish Red Warbeard. Warbeard. Now, this comes to us from a listener named Jason, who came through town. Awesome. And he was like, hey, let's go to dinner and here's some beer for you guys, because you guys are blossoming alcoholics. <laughs> so let's see what, let's see what we got. Yeah. Uh, he could not say, he said this is like his favorite thing to drink ever. Mm. Cheers. Salud. Mm-hmm. Malty <sighs> red, that's for sure. Yeah, that's, that's malty. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think of the smell, Sophie? Horrible. <laughs> it's got that malty red beer smell. Yep. War beard. Mm-hmm. Is this making my beer more worry? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Seems yeah. Likely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, I can see the blood running down Todd's beard already. <laughs> what do you call that beard again? It's a goatee. Yours is a goatee. Okay, yes. and I've got a Van Dyke? Yeah. Okay. I, there's names to beards. Did you know that? Yeah, because beards name, need, they need names. They, there's a song about beards. My beard's name is Killer. <laughs> I'm going to start calling mine the Warbeard. 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 Warbeard to me. <laughs> the beard comes running across the house. <laughs> oh god, it's upside down. Of course, you know if we're going if we're going the warbeard way, that's uh, our our feud with the pace is not going to go well. Oh god, warbeard. oh no. James shows up. Hello. <laughs> oh god. Look at that beard. So much goodness. There's nothing we can do. We're powerless. So we thought we'd do like. Just kind of a little show mm-hmm. um, for the for the holiday, absolutely, and uh, talk about stuff that's gone on. Yeah, um, notably, Chuck just went to the show. I just I went show. Yeah, to the International Motorcycle Show in Long Beach, and, and Todd, it- I gotta stop you. Let me just mm-hmm. interrupt you. Okay, did you know that I was close personal friends with Eric Buell? Well, apparently, I did know that now because you made sure to tell everyone on the internet, and I don't just mean like like all the listeners of the show. And all your Facebook friends. I mean, like, Facebook friends and the listeners of the show and people you don't know and, like, a few random people on the street and you bought time and advertising on a page to tell people that you know Eric Buell. In fact, the the Chuck Knows Eric Buell advertisement is making Facebook thousands of dollars right now as it makes its way around the Internet. It's translated into 17 languages. Chuck Knows Eric Buell. I think we're getting away from the fact that I'm friends with Eric Buell. Turns out. Yeah. It's it's amazing, right? So, you know, I did the IMS Long Beach show. I hooked up with Larry from the Creative Writing Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Larry. He was nice enough to stick around with me all day and help me control all my uh, social anxieties. <laughs> and then afterwards, he decided that he was having too much fun BSing with you and he forgot to do his job while he was there. <laughs> <laughs> his job was to take a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. Um I think he won't mind if I talk about it. His actual job, mm-hmm. um, he works for a company that Progressive gets to detail out new bike models. They te- they detail, get all the details of new bike models. He takes like a lot of real close up pictures mm-hmm. and they determine what's going to be break smushed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> so he was doing that while I was just while I was talking to my close personal friend Eric Buell. Mm-hmm. So he's over at the bike. He's like, "Does this look like it's gonna break?" And Chuck looks at it and goes, "I don't know." <laughs> yep. We yep. need a yep. we need a we need a huge beefy guy to wail on this for a minute. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't know if I know any of those. <laughs> like already ripping my shirt open. <laughs> And they're like, sir, sir, could you could you stand aside for the man behind you? No. Far beefier. <laughs> he just picks you up, sets you aside. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, so much beefier. That's the lesson. There's always a guy that's beefier. Mm-hmm. There's always someone faster. There's always someone beefier. So um, I wanted to ask your opinion. Um, do, you, do, do you think that picture of me and Eric caught my good side? <laughs> I don't honestly know. No, apart actually, from the fact that the, the smile on your face was like Chuck. I, I, that had, that smile had to be on your face for the next four hours. Oh, from easily, that picture easily six to seven, and at that point, I got the to the beer. And my my, my well, I think one of my favorite parts about it is the interview with Eric, which a lot of it overlapped a little bit with what we had on the show. True. But the hypnotoad effect from Eric is still in full swing. Oh, you got to see it when that you're right is, there. I, it's got to be hey. scary when you're right at ground zero. Because, I mean, that guy is oh, just scary. He starts enough. talking, and I'm like, I'm going to buy one now. Where's, why isn't the AX for sale? Or, oh, there's more space for my crappy legs on the black lightning going on. Yeah, yeah. This is interesting. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, that was pretty. We'll get to that part. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, IMS, I want to talk about IMS a little bit, mm. um, compared to the AIM Expo. Sure. Cause there's something about IMS that sort of bugs me. Yeah. So AIM Expo has a full day set aside for the media. Sure. And pretty much everyone's done with setup at that point. Right. Yeah. They're there to, you know, schmooze the media because they get to media schmooze and then all the, everybody else comes in and you get them yep. buzzing about it. Yeah. And they kind of like burn in that first day cause they're sure. doing all the demos and everything. Mm-hmm. Bike, bike demos are happening. Sure. Um, AM Expo, they open the doors at like seven mm-hmm. and then the media day runs till three. Mm-hmm. And the bulk of that is they have a scheduled media tour where you're going from booth to booth, uh, for all the major booths, major manufacturers, and you're getting like a 15 minute spiel. So if you were following me at all on that Friday, you saw I was doing live streams from all the booths. Mm-hmm. Um, question I wanted to ask you is, do you think that worked? I think live streams are fun. Okay. I, the, the, uh, the, the tour thing is weird. The tour thing is, so doing the live streams of the manufacturer presentations is okay. Yeah. Okay. No, Cause I, cool. I, I was worried that they were going to be kind of boring. Some and of them were. Some of them. But that had nothing to do with you. That was Harley. So <laughs> the other weird thing about, I'll get to Harley. The other weird thing about it is, you know, they're doing this enforced tour and they have people wrangling the media. Like, like, like oh, they won't let up. you like wander away. They don't like if you wander away. You can do it, but you've got to be like, you have to do it on purpose. Uh huh. Like, you know, I had to tell one girl, I have to go to the bathroom. This is, this is clearly why we need, we need both of us there. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're not, they're, they're okay, but they are kind of like, okay, it's time to move along. If you're going to move with us, let's move along. Mm-hmm. And that runs till three. Mm-hmm. During this whole time, everyone's still setting up. So, like, their stuff isn't even out. It's like, here are some boxes that you can move things in. Some storage crates. The main manufacturers are all set up, but, like, the vendor alley and stuff, not set up at all. Which is kind of like my favorite part of the show is all the small vendors. Oh, yeah, because that's where all the really crazy crap is. Exactly. So, you know, or the that, totally unexpected cool stuff. Right. So, that 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 was all in the set up. There is still, like, a forklift moving bikes and stuff around, crates, hmm. you know. So it's it's kind of a mess. The doors open to the public at three, and and mm-hmm. it's not like it's a slow burn or anything. People sure, are like swamp in, huh. and all the booths go into like public mode. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I kind of I like Ames' way of doing it better, where they have yeah. a dedicated day. Well, it seems it seems sensible for the manufacturers because I mean, I, like I know I know that theoretically they have some media arm, but like. Reality check. There's major media sources right now for motorcycle stuff. Honestly, there's a buttload of not major media resources. There's us. There's all the other podcasts. Mm-hmm. There's all of like the blogs. There's, I mean, because mm-hmm. me, the media, the amount of media covering motorcycle in terms of raw number of people is probably double what it used to be because there's this huge democratization of it going on. 
There is um, a ton of people there for the media stuff. If you want to build buzz these days, you get a few of those influencers out there, and, you know, suddenly, you know, we're going there. How many... <laughs> I mean, case in point, media time, interview with Eric Buell. How far did that Facebook post that you put up actually get to? It was four and a half thousand and counting last I saw it. Yeah, I think it was close. Over, I might be over five by now. That <laughs> we, went everywhere. That went to all the places, and that went you know to all the that's, places. that's 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 a goober podcaster who you know basically you you lured him there with the promise of a free ticket and possibly a coffee. Mm-hmm. No, there was no coffee. They were they were doing the free they were doing a free lunch. Which I missed out on because that's when I was doing the interview segment with Eric mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, the EBR stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because um, their booth that was there, they had a very small booth set mm-hmm. up in the middle. Sure. And they weren't on the media schedule. Mm-hmm. So I'm following the tour around, going <laughs> place. I, I keep going by the EBR booth. They have a bike under a tarp, mm-hmm. and I keep looking, and there's no one there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, we go to like booth to booth to booth to booth, and I'll talk a little bit more about the booths later. At one point, I'm walking by and I look at the EBR booth and there's a guy just standing there with his hands in his pocket. And I'm like, that's Eric Buell. <laughs> by himself, just standing. He, he was just like, like thumbs in his butt. <laughs> Waiting for it to get going. Yep. So I go rushing over there and this old dude beats me to him. <laughs> and I got to see the Buell effect mm-hmm. where the dude just starts telling a story to Eric, <laughs> not even like asking him questions, just telling him a story. And this happened the whole weekend. People were lining up. They go up to Buell. They make like the sign of the cross. And then they tell him their story about their Buell or their <laughs> EBR. That's awesome. You know, it was, and he just stands there and he smiles and he laughs and he pats you on the shoulder. And he's into it. And he's into it. He's like the super nice uncle with a 185 horsepower motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. It's a good uncle. It is so exhausting to be him, I have to imagine. (laughs) (laughs) So that's everyone saw that live stream where I'm just like waiting for this gentleman to finish talking Mm -hmm. to him and getting more and more conspicuous about waiting (laughs) as we go. (laughs) And uh, Eric was super nice when he, he finally got a chance to talk to me and he was, it was cool. Awesome. You know, I'm, I'm talking to him and I'm like, hey, when do we get to see what's on the, the tarp? And he's like, well, I think they're doing something at 12. And I'm like, well, it's 12 now. And he's like, oh, and you know, the media group is still on the other side of the auditorium. And he's like, well, can we just unveil it? You're here. Can we just do it now? Here's the media. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> so that, you know, I got that. And then they did a public one after the public doors are open. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the cool thing. At about three, two thirty, two thirty, two fifteen, the media group is walking by, and they and the leader stops everyone. She's like, "You know, we're not on the schedule. I know this is, you know, wasn't planned. We're taking a little time away from the other manufacturers. That's okay. We're going to talk to Eric Buell." <laughs> and Eric got to give a little presentation. That's cool. Just for the fact that he's Eric Buell. And she just ran up to him like a fangirl. Sure. Well, you gotta, you gotta figure the people working this, you know, they're, they're, they're leading the people around, but they're not working it because they dislike motorcycles, right? Yeah. Like, that's not a, you're, you don't go to these things and dislike motorcycles. No other manufacturer got that kind of reception. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. It was just amazing. The look, dude is. Look at what the other manufacturers brought to the table, foreshadowing <laughs> which one had something cool. Exactly. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, there were some cool stuff. Let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's, take us, take us around the exciting world of the IMS show. So at EBR, we had the Black Lightning, mm-hmm. which we knew was coming. Mm-hmm. And it turns out what it is, Eric explained it to us, um, or to me, cause did you know Eric and I are really tight friends? Came up. Yeah, we are, we're good friends. Why you, what do you mean? Wait the. We're, I'm friends with Eric Buell. She's getting dangerously close to teenage. I've noticed that you're getting lamer. I am friends with Eric Buell, Sophie. Wow. If only this look could translate into audio. So Eric explained it as we ride SXs daily. I, I ride one. Everyone, you know, Mike over there rides one. Uh, Mike Kirkpatrick, one of the senior product Hi. dudes. I'm friends with him, too. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, friends with everyone. I at EBR, yes, I am friends with everyone. Close personal friends. We exchange Christmas cards. Don't doubt me. 
<laughs> um, and they're like, we took all the mods we kind of did on our own bikes and we, we wanted to make a model that was like your, your daily rider. Sure. Your daily 185 horsepower rider. <laughs> <laughs> your daily 185. Exactly. So it's, it's your street fighter. That's the, the daily urban. Bum, ba, bum, 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 what you doing? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, but Eric was just like, oh, yeah, this could be your total daily, daily rider. It's going to be comfortable. It's going to be the thing you can do. But it's still good, just can do under 10 seconds if you're, you know, a good rider or something. Yeah, it'll just burn everything. <laughs> and <laughs> like, then smoke everything you see. <laughs> uh, other cool thing they had were prototypes of a Corbin seat. Oh, neat. It's not going to be standard. It's going to be an add-on that they'll sell. Sure. But, you know... That, at the market seat. I mean, look at the seats that are on the SX and the RX now. They're not, uh, they don't look like they would be Todd compatible. You know, I thought about it and talking to Eric, he's a cyclist mm-hmm. and he's a racer. Uh huh. He's There's fairly you. used to hard seats. There's your problem, huh? <laughs> There's your problem, eh? He's like, seat? Is that where, like, there's the grippy bit in the middle of the bike? He's like, we put a half inch of foam on it. What do you want? <laughs> How spoiled I mean, are there's you? There's places it's like, it's like five eighths inch thick. Okay. <laughs> like, come on. Get with the program. Grow a spine. God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they had the Corbin, so they're going to be doing that. They got huh. the Black Lightning. Um, that's coming out. Um, he was real cagey about what they're going to do after that. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even feel like he was that cagey. I think he was real straightforward about it. He's like, we're going to build up the money to build the next yeah. thing. We don't just dump the money in and hope like hell something good happens. We are right. going to, you know, approach it in a smart manner, which I can get behind because that means if I buy a Buell, then there'll still be Buell tomorrow that I can get parts from. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I think we'll, we'll, you'll see some more derivatives of, mm-hmm. of this bike. And I'm no, cool please. That. No, no more 180 or five horsepower bikes. That would be awful. Talking Stop. About, talking about derivatives. Quit it. Um, let's go to BMW. Ah, yes. Because they had a big thing going. Well, they, a small big thing. Big, small, small big thing. They had several bikes under a tarp. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing they've got is this 310cc bike, yeah. and they're doing like a sport bike and a GS. It's adventure. Like, like half of a half of an F650. Yeah. It's a, a mini GS, mini adventure. Um, and they also had like six derivatives. Of the R9T. Well, sure, because the R9T is, you know, that, that thing's that thing prints money. And an electric scooter that no one cared about. No. <laughs> Which is a shame because the electric scooter is sort of cool. Yeah, they were really proud of it, but mm-hmm. everyone was there wanting to see the, the, the GS, the little mini baby oh, yeah. GS. Yeah. That's everyone was about that bike. So, you know, that was it was kind of cool, but it was just like interesting to see all these different R9Ts and it was just like the differences were just so Small cosmetic between them. Well, look, look at what Harley's doing with the sports. Excuse me. Wait, not, not is doing, is doing, has been doing, has made a freaking giant company of doing with, take the sportster. There's, Which there's, one? there's a, yeah, right. There's, there's a half dozen to a dozen sportsters every year. How different are they? No. Yeah. No, they're not. Flaming skull. Yeah. They're, they're like, they're subtly different. Like this one has this special satiny paint job. Okay. But what's underneath it? Same, same bike. <laughs> Absolutely the same bike. It's even like the same parts, but just different paint on them. Yeah. 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 Well, but, uh, and the guy even was saying, you know, the R90 is such a great platform to do this with. Mm-hmm. Where you know, One of our derivatives that we're introducing is the very, very base model that you can do it yourself to. Yeah. <laughs> so, yay. Well, you know, if I was looking for something to hack, suddenly now that looks a little interesting. A cheap, a cheap, basically what we're talking about is a cheap R1200 engine, mm-hmm. which, you know, is a... Very bulletproof engine. Yeah. And quite capable of pushing something around. Yeah. Apart from the whole problem of you have to build another bike around it in order to mount a sidecar to it. <laughs> so, you know, that was BMW. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on the other, since you mentioned Harley, let's go to the Harley booth. Let's go to Harley. They let's were, stop in at Harley. They were our first booth of the day and they were introducing a new motor. And the guy, I don't remember what he said. I streamed it. If you can go look it up. Yeah. He finished what he had to say about that motor in a couple minutes. Well, what, 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 what's, I can't even figure out what's new about the motor. I mean, it's a different, it's a new, different, you know, 45 degree V twin with a, they had crank. 15 minutes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I guarantee they filled it with paint, right? That dude was floundering hard. Right. And it's a new, you know what it could be is the guy who was supposed to give the spiel, like, 
was sick. It was sick. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Steve, get out there. Talk about the motor. Talk about the motor. I, oh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steve. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Tell us about the motor, Steve. It's new. <laughs> Steve's hyperventilating. Steve's heart rate is. <laughs> Steve's heart rate would make a heart rate monitor beep ominously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was Harley. Mm-hmm. Well, that was their thing. You know, something about a new motor. Who cares? Yeah, some new motor. <laughs> well, it's the funny thing is, it's like if you're, if you're, we have a new motor. Is there anything more like extreme for a motorcycle manufacturer to say? No, especially Harley, who is basically a motor with a company yeah. stuck to it. Indian really kind of outshone them with the bikes and their their stand and their racing. Indian's trouncing everybody. Yeah, Indian is doing that thing. Um, what what is it called? Where they uh, they sell a lot more than they they oh breaking a profit. Oh right, right yeah right. yeah yeah that thing. They're <laughs> they doing were, that thing. They were very happy about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Kawasaki was interesting. Um, I missed. A lot of their <laughs> spiel because I was mm-hmm. uh, talking to uh, who was it? There's a uh, who was I talking to? Another one of your friends. Yes, Eric Buell. That's right, Sophie. Thank you. <laughs> I was Good talking safe. to Eric Buell. Uh, we're friends, mm-hmm. close personal mm-hmm. friends. We exchanged uh, Christmas cards there sure. at the floor. Okay. Yeah, he had one waiting for me. That's that's special. It was. It was very. I will never forget it. Heartfelt. Sophie, I'm changing your name to Eric. No. <laughs> Too late. Done deal. Filed the paperwork. No. <laughs> Uh, so Kawasaki was, we're sorry. talking about, they were talking about their bikes. Um, the big takeaway I had was, uh, they had some jet skis mm-hmm. at a motorcycle show and they, they put yeah. the Japanese kanji for winter on some of their bikes <laughs> and they were white. Those were the white bikes. The winter. They, are they, are they taking, they, they, is Kawasaki imitating me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Cause I have a, I have that's a, what I thought of. I have a, yeah, I have a 15 inch tall kanji that says hot soup yeah. on the nose of my sidecar. They thought winter was cooler. Apparently it looked cooler. Winter is cooler. The man at the shop assured me it said winter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing they did have that was kind of cool that was tucked away was the mini versus. Yeah. Their 300cc versus. Yeah. It was pretty neat, tucked away. Um, they didn't really talk about, well, I was there. I might have missed that part. I'm kind of interested if that's the new, like, that's kind of where dual sports are going. Because you always had this, the adventure bike, where it was, you know, bigger, or stronger, you know. Adventure land yacht. Yeah, the adventure land yacht. But then, you know, there was there was the dual sports, like the, you know, the YZ, the T-dubs, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Where it's like, you have a dirt bike, and you slap some turn signals and a horn on it. Yeah. And you're like, eh, and it's roadworthy. Mm-hmm. Um it's but, interesting that they have a kind of middle ground. I wonder how much of that is being dictated by this uh, success of some of the Chinese and Indian manufacturers in bigger markets. I'm not sure. It, there were some things I thought was kind of weird. Like, I believe the BMW Baby GS, mm-hmm. it has like a two and a half gallon tank. Well, it's, yeah, which is what, like 400 miles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at 45 miles an hour, what are you eating? Yeah, I guess. I, I thought it could be bigger, but... Mm. I don't. I don't think that's going to be an issue. I think I had bike. like a. I had a four gallon tank on the Ninja. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, but the Ninja, in order to actually ride it anywhere, you have to rev the shit out of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, the these small bikes you're seeing now are, you know, think think of like the Honda. The, Sophie's uh, staring accusingly at you. <laughs> okay, think of the Honda N seven hundred. It's a small-ish bike, but it's a super low revving, just thump 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 kind of bike. And so, you know, the fewer revolutions you have, the less actual gas you use. So that, that seems to be where they're going with a lot of these engines, which is fine. You know, it's a cool, predictable, boring engine. Yeah. Speaking of boring, um, I went to the Honda booth, (laughs) (laughs) the Kings of boring. Unfortunately, I went to them after EBR Mm -hmm. talking to Eric, my Mm -hmm. personal friend. There was the Africa twin. There there was an Africa twin there. Um, (laughs) yeah. And they had a whole separate, stand set up just for the rebel mm-hmm. which they assured me was not a yamaha bolt okay i got i can see this is the thing where it seems on the surface to be dorky so the yamaha bolt looks exactly like a sportster like i actually wrote sportster on a student's thing mm-hmm. because he'd taken the badges off a yamaha bolt i was <laughs> like a sportster has really nice upgraded shocks sportster he's like it's a yamaha bolt 
Really? <laughs> but, but I mean, cruiser-wise, that's a cool-ass looking cruiser, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Sportster always has looked, the Sportster looks the business. That's the thing mm-hmm. the Sportster always has. The Sportster is like, I'm a bike and I'm going to go. I'm just going to go when you get it. And what else do you have? Do you have fancy luggage? Do you have anything? No, I got nothing. I'm a bike. I go. Okay. Honda's got the Rebel now doing that. How many bikes that look like that, that give you that look? Hi, Sophie. Sophie's giving me the evil eye. Only she's not near as good as it is my kids. <laughs> my one-year-old son can burn holes in walls with the evil eye if you, like, keep food from him. God forbid. Um, she's full of sunshine and unicorns. That must come from, from the other part of her genetics. <laughs> You've met her mom. You know it comes from her side. <laughs> anyway, um, Honda's got something that nobody else has in that part of the market. Who else has a, frankly, cool-looking little cruiser? Mm, yeah. With, with, let's remember the engine, the Rebel engine. The unkillable, <laughs> no, the Rebel engine's a two-cylinder. Um, sounds like a sewing machine. Yeah, sounds like a sewing machine. <laughs> but the cool thing about that engine is that engine is you can get parts, f- you, you can get parts for a Rebel. They were trying too hard with that Rebel booth. Were they? It they, was. They pushing it real hard. They were pushing it really hard with the hipster vibe. Oh. You know, that, that's the... Comfortable beanbag chairs. Who's, who's serving Who's serving that low end of the hipster market? Who is serving, Chuck, the entry-level hipster? Because I got to tell you, the R9T ain't it. When, doesn't the, the entry-level hipster want a ruckus? Touche. And which were, was which there? Which actually is slightly there more expensive no, than a Rebel. There were, I didn't see any customized ruckuses there. Or Grom. What the shit? Or... Customized grog. Getting the look from the kid again. It's starting to freak me out. <laughs> I've had to leave out half of my jokes already just because yeah. Sophie's here. <laughs> That's lame. <laughs> what? That's wicked lame. I know. Fuck me, right? I'm... <laughs> <laughs> the look. It's back. Oh, the crossing of the arms. I, I did not expect to have a, a language monitor for this evening show. <laughs> Oi. Uh, but but I didn't see any of that this show. I didn't see any of that. There was a lot ton of customized bikes, like the, you know that nineteen forty nine Panther that was everywhere. Woo. <laughs> oh boy! But no, I didn't There's see a reason the Panther didn't sell a lot. Uh, Went out of business. Didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see any of the, that stuff. Huh. That's bizarre. Unless I mean, talk I about it. talk about the hipster like you know modification platform yeah. of choice. Yeah, ruckus. But now I guess it's supposed to be the rebel. They were, that, I guess that's what they were trying to push for because they were all. Fancy looking. I just want. I just want to shout out to our friend Shadow Shack in Las Vegas. You're cool now, dude. It's official. Cool. Cool has come around the clock and back to you. Oh, he's ready for it. Sh- Shadow Shack takes VL- Shadow VLXs, the 600 CC VL Shadow, um, and Rebels, and customizes the ever loving crap out of them. Oh wow! Just said crap. <laughs> Good guy. Stop, stop looking at me. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So he, uh, he's, you know, the, the <laughs> clock has come back around. It's just like me. I dress like a lumberjack my whole life. And every once in a while, fashion comes back around and passes over me. Every 15 years every or 15 so. Every 15 years or so, well, I'm cool again. Speaking of hipsters and lumberjacks, mm-hmm. Progressive Insurance ha- had a giant spread where they set up a... Well, they did. They did. They are the name on the show. They are the name on the show. They set up a coffee stand mm-hmm. with fancy coffees mm-hmm. and teas mm-hmm. and a barber shop. Okay. Where you could get your beard trimmed or shaved. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you get like a, sound bad. a haircut or your nails done. Mm-hmm. And they also had a Ural that was a traveling barbershop. And was it a barbershop or a shoe shine or both? They said it was both. It could do oh, both. And they okay. said it was going to be going to all the shows, traveling mm-hmm. as a Ural. Because mm-hmm. it folded up into a Ural. Sure, yeah, yeah. And doing stuff. Neat. I saw them, they were just doing shoe shines, but mm-hmm. the, they assured me it was fully kitted out. Well, the barbershop makes a mess. So. For all your grooming needs. Mm-hmm. But for God's sakes, man, it's a motorcycle show. Yeah. Who's there to get their beard doss, dolled up? Hipsters. Uh, Hipsters with, with beards and, and long hair and man buns and a lot of tats. I did not go. You were at the show. I was at the show, but I didn't go into the barber thing. You missed out, clearly. I didn't get a scalp massage. Clearly, you missed out. Or a hot towelette. Mm-hmm. Or anything. Jeez, what's the, why not? <laughs> Cause I'm manly. I'm an alpha. Uh huh. I'm an alpha male. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna keep paying for my fancy haircuts. <laughs> it's all the same to you. Uh, who else moves? Oh, one quick thing. While I was at the EBR booth, and I mm. spent a lot of time hanging out there with my close. I personal, can't imagine why my close personal friend Eric Beal. Don't interrupt me again when I'm talking about him. Eric doesn't like that. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to listener uh, Matt for tracking me down. They were like, "Who's that in the EBR booth?" It's Chuck. Just out of the blue, dude walks up to me. He's like, are you Chuck? Yes. He's like, yep, that's what the name tag says. Please don't wear my skin. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so cool. He's like, oh, yeah, it's great. And I'm like, of course the dude finds me in front of the EBR booth. Where mm-hmm. else would I be? Where, where else would Chuck be hanging around? <laughs> that's, always, that's, always a, that's always a fun sensation. I had that one with the sale. The guy's like, wait, wait. Are you that Todd? What do you mean that Todd? <laughs> Todd from Wheel Nerds? Done. Yeah? Done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Done. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Really? I, <laughs> do I have to leave? <laughs> I should. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'll be I'll be going. <laughs> Don't want any trouble. <laughs> that was cool. He's like, hey, can we take a picture together? I'm like, yeah, sure. Do you want me to, like, kiss you or something? <laughs> and that's, that's the story behind and that so picture. And so that's what happened. That's what that happened, yeah. <laughs> Um, we're a full service operation here at Windlords. Well, we're not full service. That's a little extra. Premium service. Premium service. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ducati. They were our last stop of the day. They had free beer. Ooh. That's where I started getting drunk that night with the free beer. They had free beer, a big old prosciutto ham, big old hard cheese thing. They were, mm-hmm. they had the spread laid out for the media. Mm. Yeah. They're, they were talking about scramblers, whatever. Because those are making money. And then this one bike that none of us can get. Sure. Because they're only making 500 of them. And he said most mm-hmm. of them are already spoken for. Mm-hmm. And I think he said, don't talk about that. <sighs> only the richest kings of Europe can own one. He's, yeah, it was, their, I forgot the name of it, Lagara or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really good at my job. You can tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not EBR. I'm bored. Uh, interesting thing about that bike though. Is he was saying almost everything on the bike is carbon fiber. Like the frame. Sure. With subframe, just all carbon fiber. I'm assuming they're everything. going for loads of power and light. Everything. Yeah. And if you buy this bike, you get to go to the Ducati track in Italy and they- ride their super sport world mm-hmm. bikes. Oh, okay. And all kinds of other neat stuff. Because man, man, are you a sucker. Speaking of exciting experiences that you'll never have you can have a really cool experience. Let's hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is also sponsored by the Good Adventure Company. Good ADV offers epic adventure motorcycle tours for the intermediate to expert rider. Come check out good-adv.com to get more information about their next trip to Mexico's Copper Canyon, which we've talked about on the show. Go listen to that episode. It's a good one. Featuring both high intermediate and expert off-road routes, as well as an intermediate tarmac and dirt tour. So, you know, don't sweat it. Good ADV provides an in-depth riding and cultural experience in Mexico like no other tour company. This tour offers high-end accommodations. You'll see firsthand what the Good Adventure Company is doing to help the children in the Copper Canyon. Check them out at www.good-adv.com. Uh, Yamaha showed off some customized bikes and sure. then talked about side-by-sides at a motorcycle show. Yeah. Well, because uh, fuck uh, us, right? Well, no, because profit, I think, oh is the real reason. Think of think of the number of people who ride a motorcycle versus the number of people who own a side by side. Think p- pick a five mile stretch of highway in Utah. How many motorcycles do you see, and how many side by sides on trailers do you but see? But who who who's going to a motorcycle show to look at side by sides? I have no earthly idea. Right? Um, Ken, I'm we're showing off their the, their new side by sides. They're three by threes, the, the spiders, the mm-hmm. future models and stuff. They're talking about they did like this cool thing with the returning vets where mm-hmm. they just stuck them on the, the, the spider of some sort and they did like a moto tour and they were talking about how easy it was and mm-hmm. how cool it was. And then he mentioned, you know, in California, you don't need a motorcycle license to ride one of these. Mm. You just need a regular driver's license. Because they're not motorcycles. They're okay. cars. Yeah, they're kind of a thing. Yeah. I keep huh. thinking, man, I bet they're pushing hard to get that to spread. Oh, they want that to spread <laughs> in the worst kind of way. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't want to talk about it that way. But, yeah, you were just like, oh, I just imagine the dollar signs. You don't need a motorcycle oh. license at all. 
Well, the thing that frightens me about it is I've had I've had a few guys on spiders show up to retest on a spider at the range, and you can say it out loud. Nope. All right, something about me being a true alpha. Oh, I need a fedora, and then yeah. I can be a true alpha. Yeah. Do you want me to give you your hat back? Then I'd be a neckbeard. That's what I'd be. Mm. <laughs> you will learn about neckbeards as you grow older, my child. There. Ask ask Shelly about the neckbeard. Yeah. Ask her. She'll tell you all about it. You'll be educated. Yeah. Um, the, uh, oh, you had guys showing up to retest. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I had guys showing up to retest on spiders. Um, they were all guys, which was weird because the spider I've noticed seems to be pretty, like, that has an actual sensible spread of about 50-50. It feels like women and men. I don't uh-huh. know why. Um, just does. But, um, you know, they'll show up and they'll, they want to test on it, you know, because they didn't take the whole class on it. And they get on it and they're rubbish. You know what I mean? The, and the spider systems will make you think you're not terrible. But, like, these guys are doing no body English whatsoever. Okay. You know, they're not looking through a turn. You know, all of, like, the wrong things to do. They're driving it like a car? They're driving it like it's a freaking car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is like, okay, how to, how to, how to, good thing you have the nanny, I guess, right? Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> but you know, then I show them, I'm like, look, watch me, okay? Is it okay if I ride your spider? Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Excellent. Watch me. Well, you, you can't, because the nanny would be like, the nanny goes, act your age. Uh, <laughs> but you know, you can take the spider into a corner. I'm 30, <laughs> bitches! <laughs> and if you, and if you lean into it and look through the turn on the spider, the spider will rail around a corner. Mm-hmm. And these guys are all like, whoa! I'm like, right. So when I say body English, that's what I'm talking about. Move your butt off the seat and your body in and watch the magic happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then they do it. And they're like, wow, they never talked about that at the dealership. I'm like, of course they didn't. They just want your money, dummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they, they, they want you to treat it like a car. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> the, the, the spider has all the computers that will try to keep you from killing yourself. But, like, it's not a car. Mm-hmm. It's really not a car. Mm-hmm. KTM. Mm. They had a lot of cool stuff. They were showing off their new Super Adventures, the new Super mm-hmm. Duke, the new Super Ooh, everything. The Super Duke, the Super Duke X, the, the Super Duke with luggage and more upright seating. Yeah, that's and relevant the, to my interests. And the three ninety Duke, which mm-hmm. was or Duke Super Duke, I don't know, Baby Duke, whatever. Mm-hmm. Funniest part of that presentation, he was mm-hmm. talking about the new KTM Super Adventure mm-hmm. and all the super cool electronics like um, keyless start, mm-hmm. keyless gas gauge. Mm-hmm. All the, you know, ABS, traction control, mm-hmm. um, cruise control, all the stuff you need while you're in the middle of Mongolia looking for a Starbucks. Yeah. Because adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this thing was clearly like the, a GS killer. Oh, yeah. No, it's totally. They're like, Starbucks. hello, GS. How are you today? Yeah. <laughs> Be a shame if something were to happen to you. The, the, and the, the lights, the headlights they're doing on Mm-hmm. On those bikes now with the LED bulbs and stuff, Where those are cool. Mean looking. Mm-hmm. Where's the Starbucks? Super mean looking. It was uh, they they look like angry, angry yeah, insects. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but the, that was pretty cool. No, it's cool. The the, the KTM the the Duke three ninety is pretty neat. That that's a that looked like fun. Well, there a lot of the a lot of the people I know who are racing small bikes are moving in that direction because mm-hmm. um, it's you know there, there's not. There's not a lot of excellent choices in that area. I mean, you get the Ninja 300s, of which, you know, are the yeah. lion's share. Or you can now, you can get the uh, Suzuki Katana 250. Yeah. <laughs> Suzuki proving once again that in most cases they are late to the market. And someone asked, you know, why are they doing the 250? Go ask them. So I found a guy and I was like, why are you guys doing the 250? And he's like, oh, proven. We didn't make an engine bigger. <laughs> like, cause you know, Kawasaki's got the 300, Honda's doing the 300, you know, they've got the 310 over there at BMW. Why do you guys still do, we want to be daily, we haven't made one. Because, because, because Suzuki had a 250 engine with a long history. <laughs> no one in the States has ever heard of or seen, but we sell literal boatloads of elsewhere in the world. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hoping that catches on here. All the cops them. in Mexico ride them. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can get it on a Katana, which didn't look anything at all like a like Katana. A katana. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, why are you calling it that? Oh, because we're trying to... Because we had the name. <laughs> we had all these stickers We tried over. the kanji for hot soup, and <laughs> some guy already had that with a bandit. We were going to do the thing for winter, but those, those God, sorry, fuckers. Uh, <laughs> <so> we- <laughs> 
we decided we would try a different one, and the man at the shop assured us that it was it said fast. <laughs> it said fart. <laughs> Um, oh, Heelite was at the show. Yep. So it was cool. I got to catch up with them. Cool. You know, look at the turtle thing. Because mm-hmm. I am friends with everyone. That's yep. correct. <laughs> cool so thing. are you, are you going, are you going turtle or are you going to stick with the air nest for now? I'm going to upgrade to a turtle. Cool. Definitely. They had at the booth hanging out there the dude who was the first guy to crash in one in the States mm. in San Diego. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He was going down an off ramp and he, he talked all about it. Just. Tank slapping, mm. high side, blam. Walked away. Had, mm-hmm. He had some scratches, some bruises, uh, a dislocated rib mm-hmm. from where the, his handlebars went. Sure, but huge believer. I was like, did they call you or something? He's like, no, I'm just here because I believe in it. Mm. And he was there the whole time. That's awesome. N- never left. I I love having them as a sponsor because I both a we got money. B I <laughs> they're actually great. So it was cool to meet someone who had like practical experience with the Helite. And, yeah, totally. And they were just, it made them even bigger of a believer in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the, 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 it looks great on paper, but it's always, you know, there's always that tiny little voice in the back of your head. It's like, is it really better? Like for reals, better? Really real? Better? You know, the guy said the same thing. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I wasn't really sure until it went off and like, no, I'm, I'm a believer. He has the air nest too. Mm-hmm. So we were both kind of s- sitting there with the turtle, like, hmm, what do you think? Is, uh, yeah, let's, and they have a picture of like the, the turtle with like a bar, an illustration, just with the bar just hitting you square in the back. And we're like, oh yeah, yeah that's right. Like, like, we should probably get one of these. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You, def- you definitely notice the turtle more than you do the air nest, but, uh, yeah, whatever. It's still, Compared to the, when you take the pad out of your jacket, which by the way, I want to share something I've learned. So I get my tour master mesh jacket because my, uh, my, apparently my old tour master suit after eight years of service mm-hmm. is no longer waterproof at all. There's a lot of things I don't think it's proof against anymore. <laughs> it's, it's not a lot of proof. Um, but, but so it's soaking wet. So I'm the next day, I'm like, I put on all like heavy duty rain gear and I put on just like my tour master mesh jacket underneath. I'm like, Oh wait, never mind. I got to take the, take the back pad out of it. Mm-hmm. So I reach in to take the back pad out. Now here's the thing about the shape of the tour master back pad. So it's skinny and rounded at the top. Like they usually are, you know, kind of an ovular shape as you do. Yeah. As in, and it goes down and it goes down most of your back and then it goes down and then it has two little kidney covers that go out and around on either side. Okay. And then joins back up at the bottom. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does this sound like any shape? No. Would you like me to draw it for you? I know, I, I think you're gonna have to uh, just tell me. It uh, it's shaped like a penis. It's shaped like a what? It's shaped like a penis. Like a what? Like a penis. Like a what? Like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie has left the room, so we're free to say whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I take the thing out and I'm looking at it. I'm like, and, and of course the kidney, the kidney parts are both round and then there's the, in the middle and I'm like, and, and then, well, and then there's, there's folds in it to make it flex underneath. And of course there's one in the right place. I'm like, wow. Somebody did this on purpose. <laughs> this can't be an accident. <laughs> What's what's the shape of the the helites one? It's uh, round, it's, right? It's it's ovular, like yeah. It's egg. just like a turtle shell okay. shape, actually. Like a turtle. Which shape. is probably where they came up with the name. Uh, of course. Yeah. See, it's, it's like a yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is not in fact penis shaped. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> right. The tour master one comes out. It's like, hey, this is both protection and fun <laughs> and hilarious. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> so yeah, you know. But uh, but yeah. The, the, the oh, turtle makes you feel good. Uh, Nicole told me something interesting. You know mm-hmm. how when we were comparing the vests in the studio mm-hmm. and that that Velcro thing, mm-hmm. that is not a difference between the turtle and the air nest. That really? is a difference in sizes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So when you get in the smaller sizes, you don't you yeah. you have that. Yeah, because I got an LL. Yeah, yeah. Yours is an LL. Yeah. Which uh, I looked at, but like uh, I'm just I'm at like the. If I got a little fatter again, I'd be out of the weight range for that. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just a sizing thing. The, okay. real, the only difference really is that shell thing. It's the shell thing. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So, thanks, Nicole, for setting us straight on that. It's like she she knows these things. 
I don't know why. Darnest thing. Why would she? Why is she know? She's like a helite nerd for some fangirl thing. (laughs) I think she's like close personal friends with someone at helite. Must be. Yeah, clearly. Joe helite. Mr. Helite. Yeah, Steve, Steve Helite. Steve Helite. Hey, did you know I was, I was speaking of close personal friends, uh, mm-hmm. with Eric Buell? That, that, that came up. We hugged. Oh, how nice. Yeah. It was a mm-hmm. very fond, uh, bro embrace, embrace, bro, mm-hmm. bro brace. Mm-hmm. It was a bro hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then security tased you. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there are some gaps in my memory. Yeah. I just assumed, you know, it was the aliens. <laughs> I'm sure Larry took a picture of it. There you go. See? It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. So other stuff at the show. Uh, Anything else that stuck out? Uh, let me think. Mm, tour Tech was there. Sure. Um, good shot of the windshield windshield, by the way. Good shot. Uh, that was at the Ducati booth. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the Ducati girls were there. Mm-hmm. There was no Ducati fashion show. Mm-hmm. One thing I did notice that was kind of interesting, distinct lack of booth babes. Yeah. Like compared to when I went, last time I went in 2012 where there mm-hmm. were, this time there was like the girls dressed in red at Ducati. A couple of the small vendors had a girls in hot pants, but that's about it. Hmm. it, it w- there wasn't like a booth bunny sort of thing happening. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I don't know. Do you think that's backlash from people not liking it or it's expensive or? I don't think it's an expense thing because it seemed like, you know, the economy's gotten better for manufacturers. Mm, motorcycling sales, motorcycle sales are not great this year. No? Okay. It's been, a, it's been not a great year. I mean, like, if you look at, like, the Indian booth, the Harley booth and all. It, the... Well, Indi- yeah, Indian made money. Which is notable. And, you know, the booths had women working them, hmm. but they're all dressed pretty normal mm-hmm. okay. or, you well, know, something. in a uniform of some sort. Nothing. Yeah. No, women. I didn't notice women being overtly sexualized at hmm. the show other than a couple of the small one-offs. All right. Well, perhaps there's help. Yeah. Um, maybe. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. most of them were kind of dressed professionally like, uh, like Nicole at Helite. Sure. Well, and they were, they were probably there and they were like, hi, you like motorcycles? Me too. Let's talk about them. All right. Want to buy one? You want to buy one? Buy a motorcycle. Do it. Or you. The only person I think that really had that shot with me was uh was that was my friend. Yeah, Eric. My yeah, they friend, even gave you they even gave you a coupon. My friend E Dog. E Dog. Yeah. That's what I call him. E Dog. Okay. okay. Yeah. E Dog. E Dog. Yeah. yeah. It's you know he calls me the 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 sea man. Mm-hmm. So the part that really disappointed me after hearing from you on the show was that there weren't a lot of little like goony gear manufacturers. No, the vendor area seemed a lot smaller this year, and it was kind of broken up into two halves of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, nothing was really. So I wonder if that's a, if that's a reflection of the industry not doing a lot, or if it's you know Chinese manufacturing is not as cheap as it once was, or what the deal is there. Maybe a cost of the show could be the cost of the show. Yeah, that's a good um, point. Because yeah. Long Beach would be like one of their big ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I donated twenty bucks to the relief. The children in Africa malaria fund, mm-hmm. and I bought a new pair of boots, uh-huh. which I was supposed to talk about. They're really nice. They gave me a discount. Bored. Brown hipster boots. Because <laughs> my other boots fell apart, like on the airplane. <laughs> oh, excellent! All right. <laughs> They're old, <laughs> and I was walking around with them, and the guys, you could see my socks through them. <laughs> And awesome. the guy's like, you need some new boots, man. <laughs> Come over here. Yeah. Come here. They're like, yeah, Come here. I do. Uh, I'll throw a link to them in the show notes just because they were nice to me and gave me a discount. Oh, yeah. No, they're nice boots. Uh, they're, they're, they meet all of my standard criteria, which is they're brown and uh, – Brownish, yeah. Yeah, I like the, I like the engineer style Lee boots. Parks was there. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was saying as soon as we can get something synced up with our schedules after the, the new year – He'd be happy to come back and talk to us. Awesome. Yeah, I'd love to hear how it's going in California. Right. Oh, he gave, he was already talking about there's been like huge reductions in, I think, accidents or fatalities. I forget oh, which one. Cool. He was pretty proud of it. Awesome. Um, saw, uh, Motolumbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember we had them on the show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were there talking. They gave me a bag of coffee. Cool. Um, yeah, there was some other tour. There was an Irish motorcycle tour thing that looked kind of cool. Hmm. Um, you know, nothing, 
Oh, the cheesiest thing I saw, the cycle wings. The cycle wings. The cycle wings, yeah. So, so yeah, to, to give us give us the basics of cycle wings. I don't be so good. I don't know. I I don't get it. So this is what it is. I mean, it's wings for your axles. You 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 put them over your axles and like in the front or something. They're oh decorative so that, bits so that you have decorative wings sticking out of the front of your, the sides of your wheels, like Hermes wings, kind or of whatever thing. skulls or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, that was that was the one I yeah. Well, you know, this, this to me, think, think of it if this was a classified ad. When we look at it for a minute and we say, you know, someone had an idea and they set out to make it. They, and you know what? They did that. And they're going to sell it. And they're now they're going to sell wings. Yeah. So, you know, wings, skull wings, they're like 130 bucks. Well, they, you know, they're probably, they're out of San Diego, my old hometown, mm-hmm. um, various colors and everything. Not my thing, do but they, do they add horsepower and um there's custom stuff. airbrushing available. Ooh. Ooh. Well you know, our, our our friends at the motorcycle men, they would be all over this. They would be they're they're <laughs> like they're like sign me up. They're already what? What? ordered. Give us the link. <laughs> they're already ordered. Give us the link, you bastards. <laughs> Cyclewings.com. Yeah, they're whatever. They're, okay. Know. Yeah. That's you can find it. That's deeply strange. You can go Google it. Really it is weird, right? Weird. I hadn't seen this Super before. Weird. I didn't know this was a thing. Super weird. I didn't know it was a thing enough that other people want it as a thing. Well, you know, some days you get up and you look at your motorcycle and you think, you know what I need? More skulls? Well, that's a good one. Skulls with skull throne? Skulls with wings on them? Skulls with wings? Hmm. And lo, hey, someone someone is there to meet that market. I want just the, they have skulls with wings. I just want skulls sticking out the sides mm-hmm. and, and flames. Yeah. Actual real flames coming out of the skulls. Mm-hmm. That'd be all right. That'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. We have an idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but won't this catch your feet on fire? It'll look awesome. We caught psycho skulls. We got to register that domain. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry! First of all, gets it. James is already like done. <laughs> Beard wins again. <laughs> Take that, the wheel nerds. <laughs> <laughs> that was maybe the goofiest thing I saw. Um, that, that definitely that definitely registers on the goofy scale. Uh, that's not it's my there. thing. Oh well, I guess the other goofy thing I saw was in the Polaris booth. They had a bunch of uh, um, what the slingshots. Yeah. Three slingshots. One of them was had a huge Chevy logo and said Kid Rock. Uh, because he's popular. Where to start with that? Was he, it Kid Rock's personal slingshot? I don't think so. Did he, he put his Chevy logo on? Fuck me, right? Uh, <laughs> I got some. Uh, I, I, know where to... I did get some close up look with the Polaris and mm-hmm. you know took some pictures of it. Sure. Um, but still, Kid Rock. Kid Rock, Chevy, Chevy. I could kind of see, I guess, because NASCAR. Okay, I but guess. Kid Rock, so. I mean, Kid Rock's NASCAR too, right? There's, yeah, he's, he's uh, there's that, an overlap there. That, that crowd. The Venn diagrams have a have an overlap. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 at a complete loss. Yeah, I didn't get it. No, it was maybe maybe what it is. Okay, all right. Here's the theory. So, you know, our theory of, you know, somebody wanted to buy a boat, and so they went and did a movie. You know, like Biker Boys, Lawrence Fishburne did that because he needed to buy a boat. Sure. Um, maybe Kid Rock wants to buy a slingshot. Whoa. And this is his way of paying for it. Yeah, King, Kid Rock you can wanted put my name a slingshot. all over it. <laughs> he didn't want to buy a slingshot. Well, yeah, buy for <laughs> He wanted You can put my name all over it and use it for promotion. I need to get me one of these! <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> And this is his way of getting one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think it's solid, man. I, I, and they were like, hey, who are you? And <laughs> My name is Kitty. And they're like, yeah, you could, you could stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's, that, all those letters aren't going to fit. We're just, we're just going to shorten it. We're just going to shorten it. Down, down to kid. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that. and you're, aren't you over 40? <laughs> <laughs> aren't you adult rock now? Aren't you adult <laughs> contemporary rock? <laughs> oh, no. 
Interesting. I hadn't thought of that one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're right. Kid Rock's, that's kind of a stretch for him nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's easy listening rock. Mm-hmm. Adult contemporary rock. Mm-hmm. He's uh, Muzak rock. He's Muzak rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kid Muzak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. And, you know, that that was pretty much the show for me. Yeah. That sound, sounds... I was there for a day and a half. Okay. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I can't wait to go to one of these shows. I can't wait until the one is close to here in Las Vegas. The yeah, the Las Vegas, I think that's year after next is mm-hmm. when we'll get the AMX Expo close. So uh, it'd be, yeah. And you know, Long Beach, we could make. Yeah. Long Beach, we could drive or yeah, whatever. We could do. It's, you know, 800 miles. We could do that. Yeah. If we, if we got the time off and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it sounds, it sounds, sounds cool. I, I'm interested to see how many of those how many of those are flashes in the pan? Especially like the three hundreds. Like I want, I want so badly to think the three hundred adventure bikes are going to do okay. Mm. They're the ones I think honestly are the most likely to be a flash in the pan, which is disappointing on some level. But that said, you know, would you go out and buy one? No. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, everyone's been saying, "Oh, we want a small adventure bike. We want a small adventure bike." Would you buy one? Yeah, but now. Uh, Here's your chance. Well, I mean, even before there was that mm-hmm. chance, CSC was bringing in their 250. That's true. And, you know, the people were staying home in droves. <laughs> now you got a big label like BMW. With, it's a BMW. How much better is it than CSC? With, you know, the, the, the value mark, right? The GS. Yes. The GS adds three grand right there. Well, it was cool. Their, their little bike, um, I think they said it was going to be like three to four grand for the the sport bike G, uh, 310. Who makes it? BMW. Mm. You mean who makes it makes it? Who makes it makes it. No one asked them that. Yeah. That would be the next question out of my mouth. Four grand to make a thing in Germany. Who actually makes that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what Harley did. Yeah. Because they made it in India. You know what Suzuki's doing? They're making it in Korea. Yeah. What, what the, yeah. Who's actually making that? I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if BMW went to India. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who I didn't see at the show? Exactly. Hero. Mm-hmm. Makes me happy on, on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. Royal Enfield was at the show. Yeah. Um, talking about the Himalayan, which they didn't bring the show to anyone. <sighs> I, you know, it sounds neat, but you know, there's a certain point at which it needs to stop sounding neat and yeah. start being available and neat. Yeah. They need to like get it into the country and into I, you know. looking neat, uh, looking neat, riding neat, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, they look good though. With, uh, you know, cool. All their existing stuff. Well, that the until the hipster thing dies out, they'll have a nice, a nice corner of the market. For yeah. That. Uh, there was a Ural booth. Mm-hmm. Their orange Ural, I really liked. Yeah, that kind of blazing orange color. Is it, uh, is it like the, uh, there was, for a while there was an orange one. Is one year they had an orange one with a bright silver pinstripe. It looked badass. Um, it might have been this one. It was like a sparkle orange, metallic mm-hmm. orange. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I liked yeah, it a lot. I looked cool. at that and it was like, oh, ooh, shiny. Shiny. I should push mine off a cliff. It doesn't run. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't run. Go get a battery. I, well, I don't know if I got everything out of there. Uh-huh. That's what worries me is that okay. there's still something in there. So we're back to pulling the gear tower open. Yeah. I'm going to put the battery in and see what. And try to start it, mm-hmm. which will in irretrievably smash whatever's in there in there, and then I'll have to pull the gear tower. Yeah, yeah. if there's something in there, I yep. don't know. Fingers Although let's crossed. be honest, the inside of the Ural engine is pretty used to processing a little bit of spare metal. If the gears can turn it, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it, <laughs> I would be okay with that. Everything's okay now. I would be all right with that. <laughs> I would be, I would be way okay with that. <laughs> oh no! Now there's maybe metal. Just, com- there's metal that comes out with my oil plug. Uh-huh. Maybe I just need to like put more power into the starter. <laughs> yeah. What you do is you kickstart it a few times and then just fucking whale it. Okay. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and if it isn't fine, it'll at least be funny. You know who you're talking to, right? Mm. The patron saint of fucking up motorcycles. <laughs> You make an excellent point. <laughs> By the way, if you have a sidecar rig and have not put a car tire on the back of it yet, do it. That snow tire on the back of the Bandit is awesome. Can you do that to a Euro? Mm, probably not. It's too narrow. I yeah, imagine. it's pretty narrow. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, anybody anybody else who's considering it, do it. It's great. It's huh? fantastic. I saw some cool sidecar rigs at the uh, at the show. Nice. Um, a side by side, maybe a hanging thing, mm-hmm. customized, um, and a racing sidecar. Ooh, neat. That was pretty like a vintage one. Sure. So that was kind of neat. Cool. Um, yeah. What have you learned, Todd? I've learned that apparently you're friends with people, which is puzzling on so many levels. What have you learned? You got to say it, Todd. Who am I friends with? Uh, Eric, Who am I friends with, Todd? Er- Eric Bull, I think was his name. Who am I friends with, Todd? <laughs> Chuck is friends with Eric Buell, everyone. Damn right. That's what we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. And I'm Eric Buell's close personal friend, Chuck. Right safe, everyone. Fuck you. We'll see you next, Buell. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Yeah, try and try not to rattle our stuff around. It picks up. You have to be very quiet. I know you're fidgety like your dad. It drives Todd mad. <laughs>